Someday, I'm gonna make great machines that fly. And me and my friends are gonna go flying together into the forever and beautiful sky. Lila and Teefs and Floor and me. Rocket. Technological developments have had as great an impact on our lives as these two idiots. Thought tells me you two are pretty good. Best in the company. Golly, I'm so impressed. You're talking about line of sight. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Welcome to Line of Sight. This is episode 186 for the week of May 11th, 2023. And my name is Adam. And my name is Nathan. This week we'll be talking about a new release, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. The... I don't know what this word means, but I know p- people use penultimate a lot these days. It's like the penultimate episode of The Mandalorian. Does that just mean the most recent? It sounds like it's a big deal, but I don't know uh, <laughs> if that also just means the best. Penultimate. Let's start this podcast off with a dictionary definition. I thought there was a thing similar to that where it's like second to last. Okay, yeah. Last but one in a series of things, second last. So I guess it's second last. So no, it's not second last. It's apparently the last Guardians of the Galaxy. But you know those characters are showing up again. Um, so yeah, uh, this is a new release. Uh, it's been out for about a week now, uh, having seen it last week. This is um, one of the first times I think I've seen a movie before you have. <laughs> yeah, no, I I was a little busy, and I saw it on Monday, and then was... Uh, family was sick on Tuesday and it's like I could have probably recorded but then it's like eh, that's probably not good I instead slept on the couch watching Max uh, in case he was gonna puke and then last night I got sick but I didn't it's going around everyone down here lots of different family members are sick but my iron stomach I've <laughs> held it together but I did not go to work today and was, uh, yeah, just lied in bed all day. Not too, not a fever or anything, but just everyone else was puking. <laughs> <laughs> so, lots of fun. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, I was hoping we could uh, record this one in person because it was down your way, but then I had to come back town up in Aurelia so I couldn't do it today and Brenda's working but one of these days uh, and we'll we'll do it again Um, 
So what else is new? You just sick family and nothing else? <laughs> no, actually. I, so I was actually away from Thursday to Sunday of last week. Sam and I almost last minute uh, went down to Florida for four days. <laughs> uh, it was kind of a last minute thing. We had a flight credit that needed to be used and we had two Disney passes. So my parents took the kids and we went from Thursday to Sunday. So that's, and then I kept saying, oh, we could go see Guardians <laughs> downtown Disney. And there, there was one time I was tempted to when we were pretty much wrapped up by like nine o'clock. And then it's just like, by the time I go there, it's two and a half hour movie. I'm gonna, I might fall asleep. Then it's not like you have your own car to get back to the hotel and all this stuff. So yeah, it was pretty much decided a week before that we were gonna actually do this. And we went and yeah, it was kind of uh, justified it with, uh, we had some free credits, but then also as our 15th wedding anniversary was, is coming up in July, so we justified it that way. So no kids, just go, go, go. Was, May is the time to go. May is the time to go. I don't know when we went with you, Adam. I think we went in April or May. And it is the downtime. Hmm. Like, way less crowds. Like, crazy way less. We kept commenting. Like, <laughs> even in the middle of the afternoon, it's like, there's like, not that there's no one here, but when we went in January, right after Christmas, like, it's just packed. And you're fighting for, like, just to walk. Uh, but, yeah. So... Yeah, it was kind of... So I was actually doing Guardians of the Galaxy rides. Mm. <laughs> so I'm... You're I, living I was, it. I, I was living it. <laughs> so, yeah. We did... Uh, what was it? Some, we did like 50,000 steps in two days. It was, it was quite the... <laughs> go, go, go. Yeah, we're uh, we're booked to go same time we usually do, uh, just because it's the latest we can go before Brenda can't take time off work. So it's the last week of October, and we're doing two weeks, so it's also the first week of November. Okay. So um, as long as everything pans out and <laughs> we can do it, but... I think we'll be able to, and uh, it'll be the longest trip we've taken down there or together at all. <laughs> Usually That'll it's just nice. one week or 10 days. This is a full two weeks. So, yeah. No, that'll be good. And uh, like Orlando stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Orlando area. I know. Our, uh, so on Sunday, we were supposed to have a 1030 flight out. And then we get a text in the morning because we're going to get up at like 7 and go to the airport pretty much. And then get a text, oh, your flight's delayed. Five hours. <laughs> and then it was just like, oh, five hours. If it was a little bit more, 
I would like go to Universal and go on the Jurassic Park ride. <laughs> but did not do that. But uh, no, we Sam somehow had we because uh, she complained about something. You got to complain. That's the key to Disney because they'll just give you free stuff because it's nothing to them because it's just like, oh, here's another free ticket. Come spend more money. You're going to buy food. Like, what difference does it make to them? Uh, They're going to make money off you. So we had park hoppers. So we did two parks each day. And we're just... So we did Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios then uh, Epcot Animal Kingdom to finish it off. So, yeah, it was, and we did all the major stuff, and without having kids also. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, I love, I love everything, but like Peter Pan and It's a Small World is like, yeah, we can skip this. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't care. So... Yeah, it was good. And yeah, so we got to go on Tron. And yeah. uh, that was new. That wasn't open in January. It's awesome. But I will say, I think Guardians is better as far as the new rides go. Uh, Guardians is like a new and improved, amazing space mountain. <laughs> like, it's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's what I was doing, and then got home Sunday, and as we're driving home, my mom phones us that Briar was throwing up, so that's what we had to come home to, sick kids, so I actually didn't go to work on Monday either, I stayed home with her, and then Sam stayed home with Max on Wednesday because they were both (laughs) sick. (laughs) Nice. How about you, Adam? Are you guys sick? <laughs> no, we're very healthy. Well, that's good. <laughs> well, I'm trying to be. I'm, the whole gout uh, <laughs> scenario <laughs> got me rethinking my life and <laughs> trying to be more healthy. I'm not. I made no d- drastic decisions. Although it's funny, I keep trying to buy weights. Uh, like dumbbells off people on Facebook Marketplace, yeah, and yeah. twice it's fallen through. Where it's like, yeah, I'll come, I'm coming. Just tell me when. And then it's like, oh, sorry, my husband sold them and didn't tell me. And it's like, okay, next person. It's like, oh, my daughter decided not to sell them. It's like, why does God not want me to get <laughs> ripped? <out. laughs> yeah, because uh, that's what would happen if I started working. Oh, out for sure, fully shredded. Uh, <laughs> not by looking at me no one would think i have any opinions or worthwhile opinions on uh, working out but you can do pretty much everything you want with dumbbells yeah uh, so they are a very good thing and a, if you do want to buy new ones here's a pro tip uh because a lot of people like you can get them on facebook marketplace and they'll be a good price if you can get them for a dollar a pound, I think that's whatever. A pretty yeah. good. That's what I tried uh, to get, but most people are yeah. going two bucks or Yeah, more. never do that because you can get brand new ones in Barry at Fitness Depot for I think I bought some 
and they were like a dollar thirty a pound. And so it's brand new. Not that that really matters, but here's the little. Probably shouldn't be saying this online. <laughs> this is going to destroy them. But if you give them a little wink and a nod, they'll let you do uh, cash. <laughs> okay. So no taxes. So it yeah. is actually a dollar thirty. So they're, yeah. So IRS, CRA, have fun <laughs> with that. There was somewhere in Bradford, actually, I was looking at some good deals. Um, yeah. I forget what it was. The then. other thing is those Bowflex things. Yeah. Uh, and then there's like a Swedish one that's like metric, so it's in kilograms. But those are supposed to be pretty good. I don't know about the Bowflex ones. I think they'd be fine for us type people when it's just you using them. But you wouldn't want other people throwing them around, <laughs> like when they're mechanical and adjustable, yeah, and it just uh, saves space. But it's there's uh, I think it's Swedish or Norwegian or something. And it's like N N U Bell or something. I don't know, but they're really supposed to be good as well. Yeah, I uh, speaking of Bowflex, I saw. I guess resistance bows maybe it's what they're called where it's like a big rubber band but you put it on sometimes it just looks like a bar but there's some that look like an actual bow like bow and arrow yeah and you can put different like um tensile strengths or whatever so you can stack them and whatnot I'm like maybe I could do that because that looks awesome uh but really I'm just looking for not even that much like 20 or 25 pounds just give me something to curl once you get once you get into it then you'll just you won't stop you get addicted which is good uh what was i gonna say with that i don't know i'm looking at uh fitness depot Uh, the neoprene ones they they basically are a buck a pound that they're doing or at least if you go big enough 15 15 pound for 15 bucks and then the smaller you get then oh, so, I don't know these prices are all over the place <laughs> some of them are pretty close they look like they're reduced so yeah maybe just maybe well, that place is cool it just has like crates and crates of weight <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah aside from that I've been listening to a lot of podcasts um some based on your recommendations some i don't even know if you had listened to yet or <laughs> you were just recommending them uh all matt Gorley stuff <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> so I, I already listened to some of his um Gorley and rust and some of the james bonding listening to the indiana jonesing um and then actually just, I think it was even just today, uh, the Spectre one came up from like yeah. old ones for James Bonding. And it's like, oh, I just watched that recently. I'll listen to this now. Uh, but then also specifically, um, this is, uh, I guess it's been a few weeks of this, but uh, I've been listening to Mall Walkin'. I've listened to one of those, yeah. Uh, 
they're great. There's one that like it was <laughs> there's some there's always really funny moments in them. But there's one where Matt just keeps saying Bunta Eve. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Sona from the Conan Co- podcast yeah. is with them for this one. Uh it's really a two parter because they spoiler, they get kicked out of the mall in the first part and then they come back once they get permission. Uh, but in the second one, I don't even know why they read something and he's like, boon to Eve and, and like, just keeps saying it over. And she's like, what is that? <laughs> and I'm just laughing cause I know what it is. And then he explains, it's like, he's going into great detail about like, it's the celebration of the podcast on Mas Espa on Tatooine. And he's going in <laughs> great detail, sometimes hosted by Jabba the Hutt or Jerga the Hut or whatever it is. It's like it's so funny, and then yeah, it just keeps coming up. Uh, his Star Wars references. There's another one. I think the most recent episode. Uh, they always end in massage chairs, and <laughs> and talk about uh, the mall. Give it ratings, and because it's like bouncing him, he's like making a noise. So it's like uh, and then he starts singing the ewok song when they're it's not like the end song but when they're building the fire to oh, yeah, to burn them at the stake it's like and it's like i'm laughing i'm like i i hope he knows that people know what he's doing because sometimes he'll make a reference but then lean too much into it to be like i'm not crazy i'm actually saying this thing but it's like it was just a one-off thing or it's like i'm gl- i'm so happy i I catch that kind of reference, like, and yeah. and we just watched uh, Return of the Jedi recently. Not that that's why I caught it, but fortieth anniversary, friggin' awesome that movie. <laughs> uh, no, that's really good with his stuff, and yeah, I just find that like, I think I'm a Star Wars fan. I am not a Star Wars fan on any level compared to like him like the like the deep cut stuff that he knows like he knows all the names of so many characters or it's like yeah. I I like it's not that I'm purposely not but like I'm never learning them yeah and like I never had all these toys and all this stuff and even being at Disney and it's like the amount of people that are dropping two hundred and fifty dollars on these lightsabers and you see them everywhere it's like i don't want i don't even know if i'd want that if you gave it to me (laughs) (laughs) like it's just like and i'm so cynical now with uh disney star wars where it's like man it really hit me this time because before it was just like entertain the kids entertain the kids but like the fact that we don't have a fake Leia, Han Solo, and Luke walking around for pictures, yeah, is a travesty. And like the best we have is Ray and Chewbacca. Like Chewbacca is cool, but that's because he's and it makes sense because it can be a guy in a suit. I think the faces make it hard, but yeah, they're not gonna do a face search for every character. But Ray's current, so go for it. Yeah, I really think they screwed up on that park. That they, 
it should have been original stuff or a combination of everything and not try to make it this weird experience that doesn't really tie into the movies yeah well but i did uh, star tours and did two two parts of that i've never seen before so that was fun we went on there was a nebu starfighter star fighter <laughs> farter and uh uh the wookie planet so that was good kashik yeah <laughs> see i know a lot of references and uh names and stuff but not like i used to but i'll pick up on i'll i'll recognize things if it's said but uh to come up with certain things i have to dig deep but uh for me it's because of star wars ccg customizable card game where i knew all the characters from that so it's really just the original trilogy Uh, outside that i don't care but uh yeah yeah no, the, uh, yeah, I had, I think we had some cards, but yeah, never, like, when Matt Gorley, like, I don't know if it's re-released or you can get it right now, but, like, he does, uh, he has, like, three episodes on I Was There Too with Star Wars people, yeah. and, like, the references, like, he's naming all the Ewoks yeah <laughs> so yeah i know like, i know a lot of the ewok like, names because of the cards i barely know one yeah <laughs> like, so you know the chief's name <laughs> chief chirpa there's yeah, paplu yeah. there's lugre there's wicket obviously <laughs> uh yeah uh I, i'm a fraudster i'm a star wars fraud <laughs> so anyways yeah i'm listening to a lot of him and even conan needs a friend i've only listened to two episodes of that um the two or no maybe more than, i've listened to three two of them were uh the times that jeff goldblum's been on because i was oh, looking at his instagram insane. and i saw him and i'm like i'm gonna look that up and yeah those are amazing like and just those are like out. so sp- sporadic and like not on topic at all no and it's like oh we we got to do this so you're in jurassic world (laughs) like (laughs) they bring it up and then that's about it there's not much to it and usually it's just like them marveling at (laughs) at jeff goldblum and him mm, uh, making noises and stuff (laughs) so good so check it out turn off this podcast and listen to any of those other ones or if you want to listen to our thoughts on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, stick around. Mm-hmm. Um, should we get into it? I have nothing more to say. Okay, I don't know if I had anything else in my brain. Uh, so, yeah, let's do it. So, what day did you see this? I saw it Friday. I uh, saw it Monday. Okay. Um... I went with my wife, uh, left the kid at my parents, and it was one of those things, at first, I had said to Alexis, oh, do you want to see that at the drive-in? And then I was thinking about it, because it's like, oh, this is the first Marvel with an F-bomb I heard, 
and I was like, eh, not even just because of that, but just we like to kind of pre-screen things because even some of the Disney movies, it's like, yeah, I don't know if you <laughs> should be watching that. Uh, but yeah, kind of glad we didn't see it with her. Yeah. Because it's pretty heavy, and I think she'd be bored a lot of it. And not that I think it's bad, like, uh, other than, yeah, there is some language, but yeah. I think and pretty gruesome. Oh, yeah, images. actually, yeah, there are some pretty gross things and uh, graphic, especially one at the end I can think of. Um, so I guess. I'll say right now, uh, we usually just kind of talk spoilers. We'll try and save them to the end, so we'll talk generally, but we will get into spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, uh, we'll forewarn you when we're going to get into that territory. Um, but what are your general thoughts? Uh, my general thoughts were I was expecting to really love it. So maybe my expectations were a little too high. But ultimately, I just, I liked it. I didn't love it. My ratings, it's like, I'm kind of rating it in comparison to the other two, not recent Marvel. I think it's a lot better than a lot of the Ant-Man or Thor but then I think it's a significant step down to the other two Guardians for me. So, especially the first one. I think I like the first one the most. So, I think it's less funny. I think it's too long and all that stuff. But not that like, oh, I hate this movie. I would never watch this movie again. Any stretch like that. Or that it's a bad movie. No. I don't think it's any of those. But I don't think it's... I think it's... Yeah. Just the third best of the Guardians movies. Uh, so, yeah. And then more specific things after that. But yeah. Generally. That's my thought. Yeah. I would... I would agree that it's... My my least favorite of the three I don't think it's like the worst I think it's pretty on par with all of them uh, I think it fits the tone <clears throat> and the characters they're not just doing the same thing but also not trying to differentiate like to go off uh, into some crazy territory I think they already have a built-in kind of weirdness to them and some of that gets pushed in this one but it's never too like doesn't fit um i i think i like it a lot more than you but um yeah uh, some people are talking like oh this is james gunn's masterpiece he did it it's a perfect trilogy it's like i mean i don't i like the first two as well but neither of those are five-star movies so I don't think it's a perfect trilogy <laughs> or even close to it. I like them all, but uh, yeah, I think it's getting a lot of praise that it's like, it's not that good, but it is good. Like, uh, so yeah, 
I I really enjoyed it. I didn't think it wasn't funny. I know I laughed a lot throughout it, and there's a lot of things I loved about it. But um, there was also a lot that I didn't care for. It wasn't like I hated it, but it was just like I could do without this. Well, yeah. Uh, I think with me, with that specifically, like stuff that didn't need to be in here. Yeah. And the fact that it is two and a half hours... Right. I have some thoughts of where you could trim well, that down well, sp- easily. Specifically, I'll say Adam Warlock. Yeah. And the dog and the whistle arrow guy. Yeah. If you just cut, I know Warlock was in the second one, like as a tease, but like really, that does not matter. It wouldn't be the first time we had a tease and didn't fulfill it. Uh, like. If you just cut those guys out completely and use that, I don't know, 15 minutes, just taking it out or giving it more to the main characters, I think it's a better movie. That's one thing. There's too many characters. Like, even Mantis isn't in the first one. And then it's like, okay, we add her. Okay, fine. But then we're adding... uh, Nebula. Is it Sean, Sean Gunn? And yeah, Sean Gunn as Craglin becomes more of a and character. Nebula and the dog and now. Cosmo, Randomly which is pretty small. Uh, right. But like, she, I think it's a she. I always thought it was a, a guy, but. Um, yeah, I think it's a she. She is more in this one. Like, it's really just a Easter egg slash cameo kind of thing in the first one. She's in the collector's things and that's what the stinger is is her licking the collector's face or something uh and then yeah it's like i guess she's in the holiday special too it's funny it ties in not that it ties in that it's it's it feels like the holiday special like they shot them at the same time because there's they kind of go hand in hand not that there's Christmas in this one but uh, just the look of things and uh, the character focus and stuff like that Um, one thing I did not like and I didn't like it really in the holiday special but I kind of brushed it off as oh it's just a TV special is the look of nowhere and that's where it starts with them there and it just it looks too much like a set and it doesn't look like it does in the first one like it's i think it's too bright or something i was gonna ask you so are they when they go to see the collector that's at nowhere yeah like it seems like a completely different place now yeah and maybe it's a different part of it but like in the first one it's like you're flying through and there's they're doing all this mining and there's like stuff going on and this is like just this little like ghetto (laughs) like i don't know they don't show the scale of it so i don't know if that's why but i will say and i don't know if this is a spoiler i don't think it is but uh i love the idea of it being flown like a ship that i loved and the look of it outside looks awesome but yeah, that little set inside of like their headquarters and the stuff around, I don't like it. I don't think it looks like a big budget thing. It looks like uh, part of a Disney park, basically. Yeah. 
And maybe that's what they're going for, because maybe they'll come out with the Guardian, like they'll have a nowhere section of a <laughs> of a park, and it'll look exactly like that. So who knows? Yeah. Uh, but overall, like most things I did like, and it's easiest to just uh, list off things I didn't like, so I don't want to give the impression that I'm talking down on this thing. Um, so... Uh, I love the uniforms. The Guardians uniforms are very classic comic book looking, the blue and red. Um kind of just like the dark dark blue. Yeah, with like the I don't know if they have the buttons, but it's got like the kind of square panel almost like uh the Rocketeer. Um I'm kind of disappointed in the action figures. The colors don't look right. They're too bright. <laughs> so if I was ever to get those, I would maybe try my hand at doing some custom painting on them because, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't, great. I'm not crazy because in the other ones, they're never really in uniform, are they? No, but this one, it's like because they're, they have this like established yeah. uh, thing it's and they have like a headquarters they're putting up a sign at the beginning and stuff so it's like okay i guess they actually are almost like a company or like a service so but it's weird because then they don't put them on until the end uh and they're i don't know but it's cool i like i like that look yeah i'm indifferent like it's fine i'm not (laughs) against it or for it but the overall, I will say, trying to start off with things that I did like, I do like the overall designs and production design and feel of most of the movie. Like the look of most of it, especially that organic place mm-hmm. was, I think, great. I like all their bright color suits. You see that in the trailer. Yeah. I think that was good. Uh, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, other things when it gets into like the meat of the story and different designs of characters I thought they were okay uh, but whatever and then that like counter earth thing I thought they could have done more with it it seemed like very like I like the idea of it but then it's just like not use that much so whatever but all that kind of stuff especially that organic planet i really loved i thought this this is what i want when i complain where it's like let's do something weird yeah (laughs) whatever and it's like this is actually nice like the bright colors and And yeah they push certain things uh yeah they don't try and make it look cool like it's some of the things right. are stupid <laughs> so yeah. that actually makes it better but uh i think for length like i do agree adam warlock is kind of tacked on just because of the teaser at the end of the second one and there's not a lot of craiglin and cosmo i kind of get why they're there um but yeah some of that can get cut down but I think that organic planet, nothing really moves forward there. 
um, no. like plot wise, I, it's kind of a uh, yeah, like I it's just it's one of those like be there. you got you got what you you're you were successful in getting the thing you wanted, but that thing doesn't get you what you want. Yeah, so. and it's like you can have that, but maybe trim it down a little bit because yeah, I just feel like it's a pretty big section, and for me it's like the counter earth part feels like that's when it should end uh when they go to see the the high evolutionary while they're on the planet it's like i kind of expected the ship is taking off that's going to be your finale and then it's done and then it's like there's a whole other part after that which is probably the best part of the movie like i loved it everything in space after that but the it was like it it's took so long to get there that it f- felt like an extra movie like added on and it it's too bad because that is probably the best stuff and then they start pulling some character things out that it's like this wasn't even a thread that was established <laughs> at the beginning of this movie and they're like doing these character development stuff and it's like i think you kind of uh waited too long for this <laughs> yeah and that it's funny because i've heard that as well where it's like you don't need character development on everyone like it can just yeah yeah i think uh because it's the third one and james gunn's last uh i don't think like i said i i'm sure the guardians of the galaxy will show up whether or not it's another guardians of the galaxy movie um but yeah they're trying to give some closure to certain things and i don't know it, not that it feels forced but there there are some things that it's like uh where drax kind of uh goes is i think it's kind of not that it's set up in the first one but it is a continuation of his story and there's nothing in the second movie there's nothing in like any of the Avengers movies that he's in and like it's just kind of something at the end of this one it's like oh and Drax and someone reveals something about his character and it's like I yeah I guess (laughs) but it's like I I don't know it's it's kind of weird uh so yeah it it feels like they're trying to just kind of force uh, some of this stuff just to be more impactful but there are a lot of things that do work um there's uh obviously rocket is a big part of it it's mostly well not mostly but it, it's uh there's a lot of his backstory with flashbacks and uh other than that it seems like he's actually not in it a whole lot <laughs> Well, I was going to say, funny. it feels like he is not in the movie that much because it's the flashbacks are when he's younger and it's not even Bradley Cooper's voice or they toned it down or something. Yeah, it's, like, it doesn't um, sound like that's him. actually also um, Sean Gunn is doing the young okay. rocket voice. Yeah, so like you feel like, and he's not, this isn't, but like, He's not his character yet, the yeah. rocket we know. Yeah. So then it's like you feel like he's barely in this movie. 
yeah. Yeah, he's in it a little at the beginning, he's in the a little at the end, and then just kind of in the middle is all the flashbacks with him. Um, right. <sighs> so yeah, um, and then even Gamora is a different character, which I think they handled very well and didn't cop out with that and committed to no she's a different Gamora and uh well I won't say too much until we're talking spoilers but uh I think it's handled well with her um what do you think of this Groot I think he's my least favorite out of the three versions I really don't know why he can't look like the first movie. Yeah, I think it's kind of weird because he seems chunkier than the first one, even though he's smaller. So I don't know why it's like, yeah, you could have made him a less tall version of the first one or something. I don't know. I I like the first one. Yeah, I wish we had more first. It's like a... And the thing is, he seems like more of a tree in yeah. the first one because he's tall and lanky. This one's like, okay, he's a short log <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And so, like, I just don't care for the design. Uh, there's some spoiler stuff in there, but this happens right at the beginning. He gets his head chopped off. Yeah. But then he can just grow things back automat- like instantly. Like, I understand, like, he does expand his branches and stuff at certain points and does things. But it seems like, so what am I supposed to understand at the end of the first one? Why is he a baby again? Yeah. Should that twig be able just to grow back? Well, yeah, and, like, maybe that he has twig, a brain to that, him. That twig is the same age as old Groot. Yeah. So... But it's like, yeah, <laughs> especially with the second one where he's acting like a child. So it's it's right. obviously not the same. Like maybe he doesn't have the same memories. Maybe it isn't really Groot. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but then they, but like, with the head, they double down on it with like in the Avengers, like when he's a teenager and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, this one, I agree. I, I don't love it, but I also don't hate it. Um, they are trying to, they're just... trying to keep him cute still, which is weird because in like the Avengers movies, when he's the teenager, it's like, he's not cute really. Maybe like the part with uh Stormbreaker, you could call cute, but it's not really. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I, I think there's some really awesome action with him and I liked that, that it's like, Oh, we're kind of getting back to the first one where he he is bigger and can do cool crazy things but yeah definitely kind of wished he just was back to the original and um or at least that size and look uh i don't know why it needs to be this because i feel like the evolution from avengers to this doesn't make sense so but yeah yeah because he's i know teenagers are scrawny usually but like this seems like another version of a teenager 
Yes. But it's like you already did one version. Like, I don't know if a person goes through a change like that. Like, it's like they could both exist in the same school of teenagers. It's like this is the lanky one and this is the athletic one. I don't think the lanky one gets to that size (laughs) ever. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, but yeah, there's um, a scene with him and Star-Lord. It's in the, I'm sure part of it's in the trailer when they're, he's got a whole bunch of guns and he's firing it. That I love that. Uh, yes. I think the action in this is all very good. Uh, and specifically one scene towards the end. Uh, if you haven't seen it and they start playing No Sleep Till Brooklyn by the Beastie Boys. Hold on to your butts, because I think it's one of the best action sequences in maybe any Marvel movie. <laughs> I think it's awesome. <laughs> I would not disagree with it as far as action goes, but my criticism would be your s- same criticism as the organic planet, where it's like there's no setup to, like, we have to get down this hallway no like it's but just like it's just it's like just we like, open the doors we, and it's an excuse for an action sequence i think they could have taken out cosmo <laughs> and s- set up a five minute thing about like something's at the end of this and we open the door and it's just filled and now like just like some reason s- some setup to like yeah, it, like it, it could have just been just as easily nothing in that hallway versus something in that hallway. Like there's no setup for it. Like in Mission Impossible and all these other ones where it's like you set up the problem and yeah. that would have been better. Where it's like yeah. set up like we got to get through this last security area. But action for action's sake, it's good. <laughs> yes, agreed. <laughs> and uh yeah, I do I I do agree with that. That um, because one thing I thought just after that is they start getting into scenes where because uh, it's a movie, so it's like, oh yeah, there's gonna be like henchmen for the the villain, but it's like they kind of start turning on each other, where it's like I don't have to do what you say. I'm gonna preserve my own life, kind of thing. But it's like, but then you just had a scene where these people are fighting literally for their lives. And they're just getting slaughtered by the guardians. And then it's like people who are going the opposite way and being like, yeah, I'm not going to fight for you. So it's like, if only those people that just got killed had made the same decision, (laughs) they could have been spared. And, but then we would have missed out on a cool action sequence. Uh, I don't have a lot of non-spoiler stuff. Like, I guess okay. some of it could be, but I don't know. Um, the villain is very good. I would say that uh, without getting into much. I think he's the best Guardians villain because I think that's one thing with the first one is Ronan is not a great villain. He's just kind of a villain for villain's sake. It's like he wants the MacGuffin and we got to stop him, but the character of Ronan is kind of like whatever. And I, the second one is my favorite, but like Kurt Russell is not even a villain for most of it. It's the like reveal later that 
he isn't the greatest uh so it's not like he's a villain that you are rooting against the whole time um so yeah it's i think that this guy's the best of the um the guardians ones other than you could say thanos but uh as far as for the specific guardians movies this guy's the best yeah i'd have to rewatch the other ones to definitively have an opinion i thought he was excellent i think he's better than the ant-man guy uh just as far as recent villains but i will say it always surprises me and not that it's impossible but like the amount of this whole movie it's not just him but the amount of screaming and shouting that everyone's doing in this movie including him it's just like are you really that stable to be in charge of all this stuff when you're just screaming your head off it's just like i understand it kind of works with like a mad scientist thing but it's just like there's a lot of phlegm in this movie <laughs> just everyone's just screaming all the time and even the guardians there there's a lot of yelling at each other and i feel like that's a bit of a cheap like thing and sp- to hide I don't feel like the dialogue's nailing it all the time and we'll just have them yell at each other yeah the I don't think the banter is quite as good um, I definitely laughed throughout it I never was thinking like these jokes suck like I do remember laughing out loud a lot couldn't tell you at what but uh <clears throat> Yeah, like, definitely the first one has a certain charm to it where it's like, oh, all these Earth references um, and the music and uh, stuff like that. Like, the whole idea of Star-Lord and the tape player and stuff like that. Like, it's pretty unique and, like, you can relate to it and connect with that. I don't feel like this has any of that. There is another similar soundtrack going on but it's like it's not nowhere near what the other two are uh and i feel like there's way more music and yeah there's more music but it's just like kind of out of nowhere a lot of the time uh sometimes it is specifically being played on their music player but like um yeah it's yeah i like my favorite I love the beginning of the first one. Yeah. When he, he's dancing around and like that's yeah. showing his character. And then how it, even the climax of the first movie works well. And then, but my favorite thing is Yondu in the second one when he's just killing everyone yeah. with the arrow. And it's like, that is, I think, the best. Yes. <laughs> as far as like music goes for yeah. all of these. And there's not like, there. I don't know if there is something like that in this one. Yeah, I feel like the music is cool, but it doesn't mean as much. Like, even right. the fact that, like, the music is actually, like, a plot point in the first two. Because, yes. like, obviously the first one's pretty big um, with, like, the mother and stuff. I've Not a thought of mine, but someone's, like, the music is a is not only a character but it represents his mother so it's like she is the the character 
and the especially se- the first one, right? Yeah. yeah, the first one, and, and then, like he wants to go back and get his Walkman and stuff. Yeah, and then in the second one, specifically, the song "Brandy" is like yeah. brought up, and like uh, Kurt Russell's talking about it, and that is like his whole goal is is what uh, or not his goal, but like is his character is that song right. uh, a representation of and then even um there's like uh the chain by yeah. fleetwood mac during like their fight and that has like some emotional weight to it and stuff like that uh i think you hear that song twice in that one too but like even other stuff like what's the name of that song with yondu uh when he's but- like in a little cafe yeah i i uh, i can kind of hear it but i can't think of the words <laughs> i uh the border yeah uh come a little bit closer yes yeah that's awesome and they kind of it's not even the original like it is the original but they add stuff to make yeah. it even more impactful but then also uh there's the scene with like rocket in the trees and it's like a glenn campbell song uh which like by itself i don't love that song but it's cool in that scene so anyways that yeah this one yeah no sleep till brooklyn it's playing during an awesome action scene and it's a cool song but it doesn't mean anything (laughs) and it's just kind of like here it is and even like there's a song that I don't even remember half the songs now. Um, the Rocket's like listening to something in the opening, which sounded really weird. Did, I thought that the theater had screwed up and the sound was off, but then at some point it just kind of flipped and it seemed like it was actually part of the movie. Um, I don't even know what the song was now, but Brenda was saying she couldn't like remember any of the songs, but she's like, oh, I bet if you like bought the soundtrack it's probably a good soundtrack to listen to but yeah i don't think it's it's quite like not even close to um the the other ones oh it's probably creep um that he's listening to by radiohead at the beginning i think which i guess fits with the character but uh yeah did uh that song since you've been gone was that in the movie or is that just in the trailer i'm trying to remember because that one it's a cool one but i feel like it's either not in it much or it's just in the trailer because they did that for the second one too there's like fox on the run which is on the soundtrack but it's not in the movie yeah no and it like i would say and i can't really blame it for this but like the trailer had me way more excited and like than what the final product actually was when like that since you've been gone is blasting and then rockets like all of us going on to the great unknown or whatever he's saying he says we'll all sail away one last time and i was like there's gonna gotta be like some like gospel song or something with that that they play and they don't right it just seems like 
but they don't like I know that's from like uh, the flashback or whatever but it's just like there I felt like it was it's weird because I don't know what I think of this because okay this is not really connected to the other Marvel movies like, yeah it's just like saving rocket is it's yeah it is just the guardians and I think that is a problem with a lot of newer Marvel movies is setting things up or just being too connected and yeah. whatnot. Like even um, Shang-Chi, it's like that one was very its own thing. But then at the end, it's like there's a ton of characters that are in the after credit scene. I don't even remember what it's about, but I know that Bruce Banner's there and maybe Wong. And it's like, right. oh, you couldn't just leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, so like that kind of stuff where it's like I kind of like the decision to go that way, but then when they're when it's like marketed as like the final yeah. thing and like Rocket's speaking this way, it's like oh, well then I feel like yeah. Well, we can get into spoilers if you don't have anything else. Um, I. Th- I feel like there was one thing I was just thinking. Uh, I don't know if it was about the soundtrack or what. Uh, yeah, I might have to just think of it later. Um, oh, I think this I can say because they released this clip uh, before, and I saw it before seeing the movie. When the when the flashback with rocket and the other animals when they're all choosing their names yes that clip you can watch on youtube or whatever they've released so um that i think is a great scene and like just it on its own even with no context it's like that is it's just a really good scene and it may even be the best in the movie even though the action stuff's really good but it's like I don't know. It's it's emotional, but not like a sad scene. But just I don't know. You f- you actually feel not, for these characters. Yeah. What's the word? Uh, not sad, but like you are kind of sad because you know their situation. Yeah. So it's like someone laughing in prison and yeah. having a good time in prison. Where what's that? There is a phrase for that. It's not. I want to keep saying melodramatic, but I know that's not it. Uh, Melancholy? Or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Something, yeah, where you're... Melancholy. A feeling of pensive sadness, typically with no obvious cause. Mm, Not really. That's what I thought. That is more just straight up sad, but like, not like sad, sad. (laughs) No, I agree that yeah. those guys are good. I I will say that, not to be completely cynical, but it's a little cheap to be like, we're going to pull on people's heartstrings with cute, fluffy, innocent baby animals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, it's just like, yeah, okay. I've, I've heard that, like, I... I tend not, I don't, like, if we're going to record about uh, something, I don't like to listen to 
other reviews, uh, but it's been a week, so I've heard a few things. I didn't finish the Red Letter Media one, but I think in that they were talking about the animal cruelty or whatever. And then to me, it's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, yeah. That doesn't get to me. I didn't think it was that bad. I get it is obviously not a good thing that it's happening, but I didn't feel like it showed anything that was like over the top where it's like, oh, they went too far with that. It's like you kind of already get it with uh, with some of it, like with even the first one when he's talking about being uh, yeah, like torn apart and stuff like that. So they don't need to show it, but uh, no, it's implied, but this is what I don't get about the evolutionary where it's just like, it's almost like, okay, what's his purpose? Like make a perfect society, but then he's sadistic and like, do you need them in rusty cages or like, but like, it's just like this extra level of cruelty yeah, and all this stuff where it's like, you could, experiment on animals and be abusing them but it seems like there's an extra level of like why are you torturing them for the sake of torturing them yeah like like there's an extra level of emotional abuse like yeah especially with rocket yeah and it just seems like well and then i don't that's one thing with him it's like i don't understand your version of perfection like i don't even know what he's really going for yeah. Because he's almost upset that, like, the big thing with Rocket is that he thought of something himself and is smart himself. Yeah. And then it's like, you, so you don't want that? Yeah. Like, I don't <laughs> get it. Like, I don't, what's your problem? <laughs> or what's your final goal type thing? But also, but, uh, he cares about, like, appearance and stuff like that, too. So, I don't know, he sees him as, yeah, not being perfect. Why, why is all the animals world Earth animals? Uh, yeah, I, I thought the same thing. And he makes some comment about visiting Earth. But it's like, he should have been from Earth or something. Like, so, like, why is there a counter Earth? Other than wor- right. the audience is from Earth. <laughs> like From the 80s, specifically. Too. <laughs> yeah, like so it's there's... It's 80s Earth. <laughs> It's like, it's not even... Which I guess makes sense if that's when he visited Earth and then that's just his view of things and he wants to create it like that. But yeah, there, that is one of those things where it's like, this only makes sense because it's for us. Like, right. no one else, it wouldn't make sense if, if out in the universe there's another Earth like that. So yeah, there, I feel like there could have been something where he is human. Um I need to get into spoilers. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's anything else. Uh, so uh, I'll give my rating. I gave it four stars. Uh, in my letterbox review, I actually said 4.25. I didn't want to give it a four and a half, but I think it's quite good, especially because of the action stuff. But there are those things, specifically the length, I think is the biggest thing for me that it's like you could have taken some of this stuff out and maybe it would have been a tighter thing and I would have liked it more. Yeah. I gave it a three, but I think that three is a three in comparison to, in comparison to the other two Guardians. Yeah. 
if I was comparing it to phase 18 or whatever we're on now, I would say it's a I think this is half. phase five. I think we're on, this is the second movie in okay. phase five. Ant-Man was so, first. I would definitely give it... I, would, I don't think I would give it a four, but I would give it probably a three and a half in comparison. Because, like, I do think it's significantly better than Thor and Ant-Man. So yeah. the rating doesn't really work with that. So it was kind of I was going to write this out on letterbox, but it's like no one cares what I think. Uh, you need to break it down. <laughs> yeah. So a three star out of five compared to the first other two Guardians, I think they're a lot better. But uh, I think this is a lot better than Thor and Ant Man. So forget. Take I watched that as you will. I'm going to, now that we're talking about it, it does, I am going to, most of the time I don't care, but I'm, I'm going to rewatch the two guardians. Like I haven't, since we've done yeah. all the, t- all the way to Endgame, I haven't watched any besides the new ones. Uh, but I think I will watch the guardian ones. Uh, okay. Spoilers coming up. Uh, just because it's a, on my mind, we're talking about the evolutionary. So he has this counter Earth thing, and he's perfecting it. Don't you find it a little weird though? Like that whole planet gets destroyed, and all those beings get just killed. And like in other movies, I feel like they would have been trying to save those people. Like, oh, now like the just Guardians try- would be saving them. Yeah, or the High Evolutionary. That's no, the, whole the point. guardian. Yeah, yeah. The guardians would just, like that whole subdivision. Yeah, like this whole planet, everyone gets slaughtered, yeah. and it's just like, yep, whatever. Like, there's no <clears throat> comment. And yeah, on that. is it an, is it an Earth-sized planet, and is it fully populated, or is it just? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Because it's, I think they it's said at least a city. There were a it's lot of those pyramid city. things. I thought they said, right. and so it implies that yeah, it's bigger than what they see. It's just, like, whose life... In all these movies, it's always a problem. It's, like, whose life matters because people are getting slaughtered all over the place. But then they care enough to save the kids on the ship. Okay, the kids on the ship bugged me. Those felt like that was another, like, cute animal thing. Okay, so we just randomly have kids in cages. Thanks, Obama. Like... (laughs) (laughs) But, like... I don't get... I feel like that is, like... I have no idea. Is that, like, a Trump thing? Kids in cages? Or whatever? I don't know. Like, it just felt so... Like, why are there these, like, albino children? Yeah. Randomly. And they kind and of the showed them Thor on. had children, too. Yeah. I feel like this is, like, cheap. Like, oh, what's the most important thing to save children like it's like it'd be i felt like it would have been better or funnier more guardians like when mantis frees that one freak thing yeah and she's like that was i laughed That's i very i didn't laugh that much but i laughed at that where she's goes <laughs> it's like oh i was scared <laughs> about something behind you you're beautiful yeah. <laughs> and it's like that's what they should have did just saved freaks yeah like all these experiments. yeah because that's the whole guys. thing with the guardians is they're like these outcasts 
So it's right, like and then, and been... if it was all like mechanical cyborg animal things, that would have been like making a point about like it doesn't have to be people or animals don't have to be beautiful to have worth and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Come well, on, yeah. James if they were Scott, more or... like Rocket, but yeah. I guess they're all dead. <laughs> right. Uh, but like a combo, right? Yeah. What did, 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 I thought when they were making that turtle, I thought a ninja turtle was showing up uh, for sure. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought, and it kind of does it. Yeah, but it's never like it would have been if Quill was there. Yeah, and he, he already makes he w- a ninja turtle reference yeah, in the first one. I feel like he would have commented. Yeah. It, uh, and the fact, like he, later on, oh, it's like a Toka and Razor looking, yeah, like guy. And well, no, it's, uh, I, I yeah, I get that, but uh, there's one, and it's like War Pig is yeah. her name, which I love that where it's like, it looks like a big tough guy, but it's, uh, I looked it up, it's actually Judy Greer's voice, but like okay. she's uh, Ant Man's ex-wife, uh. <laughs> but it's like it doesn't fit the character at all. I thought that was awesome where it's like <laughs> you don't expect that to come out. But it's like, yeah, this giant pig thing. Um is that Bebop and Ninja Turtles is the warthog? Yeah. Or Rocksteady. <laughs> See that's the thing. There's four I don't know Ninja Turtles that well. I know there's Bebop and Rocksteady and Tokar and Razor. Tokar and Razor. <laughs> I'm more yeah. familiar with the movies. Yeah. Um just the first two actually but yeah i mean that's kind of the whole thing or not even the whole thing but like i watched uh the first eight episodes or whatever of the original cartoon and they are just like experimenting with animals like or it's it's kind of like this it's like let's just throw the mutagen at whatever and see what happens uh so yeah it is kind of ninja turtles-y uh Uh, what's just little I, I did take some notes uh, so what's his Warlock Adam Warlock is that his name yeah uh, so he's invincible to that arrow but not to Nebula's arm interesting uh, all these health packs seem a little arbitrary I like <laughs> that like, actually I do like the idea of them and I I like that uh, setup of Rocket is injured and we can't help him because of this thing. Yes. Like, I thought that was a really good device. And, yeah, like, that's a good MacGuffin. It's, like, an actual... It's usually a MacGuffin. It doesn't even matter. But this matters. It's, like, his life and the what we need to save his life is the, the thing. So, yeah, I think uh, that whole idea is good. Um, I didn't care for the like hologram showing the surgery on him that's how it felt a little much <laughs> I don't even remember that <laughs> maybe I wasn't looking at the hologram when they feel the steal they steal the thing from the organic planet and then they're like watching it instead oh, okay. of it just being information yeah whatever uh, the okay here's a question for you Maybe I just didn't understand it, probably. So what's the bad guy's powers? 
Like he's throwing people around. He could control he's, gravity. Yeah, he says something about controlling gravity. Um, and I, w- I don't know if that's something that he's evolved within himself or if it's a device or what. But it seems like like he goes through changes. Um, right. Like within the flashbacks, he looks different than the like stretched face thing, which that is awesome. I love the makeup of that. And then the fact that they actually peel that off at the end and show it, it like, kind of. I didn't think that. he would look like that after the fact that the raccoon attacked your face. Yeah, it seemed like Excessive. the face would have been what was destroyed, and <laughs> yeah. he wouldn't have an intact face, and unless it's not real skin, and it's and like he just recreated his face, and it's just something he made in a lab or something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like that look. Like t- you were talking about um, the scarecrow in Wizard of Oz recently. Yeah. It's like that's what, kind of what it reminded me of. It's like that is really good makeup. Uh, uh, it's kind of stole it from the first one, but there's a part in this one. Oh yeah, I think it's in uh, the organic area planet, whatever we're calling that, where they shut off the gravity. They shut off the gravity in the prison in the first one. Yeah. And then they all have, like, they have their gravity boots, so they walk out. And I thought there, when uh, Mantis makes that guard fall in love with Drax. Yeah, I thought he would fight for them. That he was going to come save Yeah. Or something. It's like, this is the, come on, James Gunn. You like, set that, it up. You set that up. Then <laughs> you did nothing with it. Uh, yeah, I thought the same thing, and especially Drax gets shot like twice, and you think like he's dead almost, and then it's like, oh right. no, he's fine. But yeah, I thought that that guy was gonna come charging in and be fighting with them. Uh, as yeah, as a Marvel guy, what did you think of the elevator scene where Quill is kind of doing the exposition for like someone that hasn't seen the other movies and he's kind of yeah. complaining about what he did in Endgame people are saying that like that's James Gunn ripping it to Endgame that like he's saying people are saying that he says or I don't know how it went but that like those guardians in Infinity War and Endgame are not his guardians like that Quill is a different type of character and I, stuff. I don't I don't agree with that. That's what people say. I d- well, I don't know what people I, these are, but they are wrong because I feel like <laughs> they do a really good job in uh, Infinity War is mainly when you see them. Uh, yeah, they're really not much in Endgame, I guess. So, yeah, like I... I that was one I think thing it's with more Infinity than, like, War. Will risking half the universe. Where it's like they had the, where people have pointed that out. Yeah, that I loses his mind. I don't even. I'm. People are insane when they're like, "Oh, they they had the glove off." It's like you get emotional and you don't, you can't control yourself. Like it's completely understandable. Like I, I don't think that he, like obviously it would be better if he hadn't done that and they could have stopped Thanos, but like. I think it. I think, I think it would have been better if he still Thanos somehow still beat them and he didn't make that mistake. 
Yeah. It would have been more impactful when it's like we tried our best and we didn't do anything wrong and we still lost. Yeah, that's yeah, that one is the one mistake. So they could have technically beat him the way that they were doing it. So, yeah. Uh, but no, so I think like people are saying this elevator. I think uh, maybe Red Letter Media. I watched them. Maybe they were saying that or something. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't love that scene. Anyways, um, it's kind of in the trailer, and like the whole thing with like when he's looking at Nebula. It's like, what is going on? Like, why? Well, I I felt that was fine, just because like I feel like there is nothing between them. No, and he's just desperate and horny, or something. And like, maybe, but I, I don't know. I, I don't like that. But so what I was saying before, though, with Gamora, I like that they he's like acting like she's the same Gamora, and obviously she's not. And he's like, yeah. you could give me a chance. And then I like that at the end, she's kind of part of the team, and she sees like the value in in all of them. But then she still goes back to the Ravagers. And it has that shot of them all welcoming her back. And it's like she already has her own family with them. So it made it so, like, I thought they'd cheap out and be like, oh, we're in love again. But it's yes, like, I agree. the it's fact that they didn't they do that did. is is definitely better. Because it's like, no, you don't have the same experiences. You can't just do it again. Like, uh, so, yeah, I'm glad they didn't cop out with that. Uh I do like that people are constantly calling Rocket like a badger or a possum or something and yeah. never saying raccoon. Well, no, but, but in well, other... some of them... Some, yeah. he has been called a raccoon. He's like, I'm, I'm not a raccoon or what, what is that? And there's a great payoff with this. Yes. When he f- says that at the end, uh, when he calls him rocket i guess and he's like i'm rocket raccoon like that oh i just got a little chill from it just saying it but (laughs) like if if there was a moment in this for like the crowd cheers that was it for me like that was awesome where it's like good fan service good character development like it actually is a payoff from the very first movie and like all these things where he's like ain't nothing out there like me except me what like yeah being called like thor calls him rabbit and like all these right. other like everyone yeah calling him other things vermin and whatever and then yeah like him kind of accepting yeah i am a raccoon but like i'm rocket Rick. like i don't know just that scene is great and then it's a one-two punch because he delivers that and then almost out of nowhere it's like all the other guardians are there and they're all like taking their shots on the evolutionary and that's like when they beat him and yeah that moment is awesome i think uh i really like that i enjoyed when he went back and saved the other raccoons yeah i would have see this like the fact that no one dies in this yeah, you really expect even someone. the evolutionary, like we never see him die. They just leave him there. Is that? Yeah, the ship blows up, so I'm sure he was on <laughs> it. 
Yeah, it's one of those convenient, we don't kill you, but we just leave you, <laughs> we just beat yeah. the crap out of you. Uh, but I would have been fine if Rocket, like, died saving the other raccoons or something. Like, I know they got to have a Disney Plus series with them or something, but, like, yeah, it would have been, like, that would have got me emotional like i like that scene when he's like seeing the light and he's talking to the otter that was great and then yeah because uh, there's so many fake outs with with deaths because it's like yeah. he could be dying there uh like i said drax getting shot it's a weird time for yeah. someone to die then but like you also have all this other like real world knowledge of like Dave Bautista saying he's not doing it anymore yeah. and like he seems kind of sour with Marvel at this point and it's like I don't know are they going to kill him off and then uh, obvious Star-Lord one at the end where it's like I think I just let him die like I kind of thought he could but it, uh, it was also just a weird scene there where it's like okay yeah what's with that where's his rocket boots and yeah and his helmet like does he that's his thing does he ever have that like i said to brenda like did he wear that at all in the movie i don't think he wears that at all in the movie and it actually kind of bothers me because in the first two movies like you can kind of you discover later on like how's he able to deal with anything and it's like well he's part like god yeah or whatever so it's like but now He's just a guy with guns. Yeah. Like, he has no... So, like, not to have your well, cool little rocket things. Yeah, because like, in the first one, he's out in space. Uh, and he saves... Yeah. Puts his mask on Gamora, and he lives... Uh, they get picked up eventually, but, like... Uh, then there's comments at the end, like, withholding the power stone of, like, oh, there's something else inside of you. But then in the second one, it's like, if you kill me, like, Ego talking, he's like, if you kill me, then you lose that part of you. So it's right. like, he's not a celestial whatever anymore. anymore. Yeah. So it seems like he lasts the same amount of time out in space, if not longer. <laughs> and, like, the way, like, they, like, distort his face. Yeah, he's, and it's like it's like getting puffy. I don't think that's, he, like, I guess they put those health packs on and everything's fixed, like yeah. a video game. But it is just like, like th- they should have done that for a joke, just put it on his face or something. Yeah, that would have been actually pretty good. <laughs> it's like, oh, thanks for saving me, and then he just put it on his <laughs> face. Uh, but yeah, that's the moment. It's like, oh, I guess that's why Adam Morlock's around, just so he can be redeemed by that. But it's like, it's yeah. such a cop out. Like, you really don't need him at all. And it's funny, someone. Um, that I follow on Instagram, they asked, they're like, here's my review. And then I, I kind of gave my review saying you can cut out Adam Warlock. And then someone's like, yeah, but if you don't have Adam Warlock, like, that's kind of why the whole movie happens. It's like, so you write it to not be Adam Warlock. <laughs> like well, people don't exactly. get you that have... the whole, like I... just write it a different way. It's someone I... you can have like 10 henchmen come and they fight them and rocket gets well, injured. There you go. Well, exactly. The, evolutionary guy sends someone else yeah one of his mutants like it, yeah you could it have had anything it doesn't have to be him and you don't have to keep uh, him around uh, that's uh 
I remember having an argument with uh, Steve about <laughs> something about Star Wars like this. It was like, but it doesn't have to be this way. Like yeah. you could just choose to write it this way or not. Yeah, like, it's like, but if if you change that, then this doesn't work. So then you have to rewrite that part. That's fine. People, just... they they talk as if like these are. <laughs> it's history. a re- yeah. It's a real. <laughs> Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Like I didn't yeah. mind the character, but he doesn't really add a whole lot. And well, it's also like in the second one, not that he's in it that much, but like they build it up. Like, oh, this is so he is powerful, but like crazy powerful and a threat. And then like after the first fight in this one, he's kind of neutered. A little. Well, so. I, yeah, it's weird. They don't really explain anything about him other than we know, like, yeah, he was grown in this pod and he's supposed to be, like, the perfect being for the... Well, the, the yeah, this is a good question. Like, so the evolutionary wants this perfect society and he made the gold people? Yeah. Is that... They seem pretty perfect. Yeah, like, like that's pretty close. <laughs> And they <laughs> like, are a functioning society, and it looks way more advanced than Counter Earth. <laughs> right. And I don't get, like, that's one thing with this. Like, the gold people seem like a threat in the second one. Like, that seemed like, oh, they show up and they're a problem. And this one, like, they're so neutered. Yeah. Or, like, I know it's just the two of them or whatever, but it just doesn't feel. Uh, doesn't feel anything. Yeah. Um, what do we think of the f bomb? I laughed, but it's completely unnecessary. Um, like I think it's well, fine, but like at the same time, it's like, well, that's why I'm not gonna show it to my kid, or I have to like mute it or something, because it's like, why? No, th- that it does actually bother me because that for that exact reason where it's just like we don't like and it's Star very Wars inconsequential mm-hmm. and you could blink and miss it or whatever like so it's yeah, just like, weird that it is there it's just like totally I, unnecessary it was apparently and, not in the script and it was just like the day of it's like why don't you try this and then they thought it was funny and then kevin feige didn't say you need to take that out and then it was just left in so yeah, some of these things, they don't understand their audience. Yeah. Where, like, I know majority of people won't care, but it is still, like, these movies and, like, Star Wars, too. Like, you can be pretty young and watch Star Wars and Marvel movies. And, like, there's scary parts here or there, or, like innuendo that you wouldn't get and it's fine but like now dropping f-bombs it's just like dumb i would have to i follow chris pratt on instagram he's swearing a lot more on instagram that guy has to take it easy where it's like yeah i see it like three different posts where he's dropping f-bombs and it's like there's a lot of kids that look up to you and it's not like (laughs) hockey players or something where it's like you assume they're swearing during the game all the time but you can't hear them yeah like it's like no you're posting this stuff it's just stupid yeah 
doesn't fit his brand. No. <laughs> uh, uh, the dog. He's just like holding on. Yeah. Like, telekinetically using. for like 20 minutes when yeah. everything else is happening. It seemed a little weird. Oh, here's something that matters. Uh, so have you listened to Film Junk's thing yet? Um, I didn't listen to the spoiler part. Um, okay, I just because I hadn't gotten to it, but yeah, I listened yeah, to that. I think it's in there, most in of the it. spoiler. So the I Love You Guys from Groot? Yes. So What are your thoughts on this? Well, my initial thoughts before hearing Dax. Well, I, yeah, so said, I I haven't heard that part, and I was like yelling at my radio, being like, "You guys don't get it," <laughs> because the, I knew that's what they were talking about. Frank's like, "I hate it," blah blah, blah. but I know that um, what's his name, not Dax, the other one, Craig. Yeah, he seemed to. He probably knows what's up. So, so anyways, the idea you, you is, go into what you okay. Think. So my my first thing is I didn't like it, but there's more than one reason I didn't like it. But then the so he says I love you guys. Group does so it's like yeah. okay, this feels weird because they don't really hang on it and they don't make a big deal of it. Yeah, much like no one reacts. To, no one reacts. So. I that's how I interpreted it because but then he's saying and I guess this makes sense it's like we are supposed to now be understanding what Groot yeah because they they set it up because it's like Gamora this Gamora doesn't understand him and then right. he says I am Groot at the end towards the end and then she responds and she's like oh I can understand him now kind of reaction to it and then this happens and it's kind of a wink to like now the audience can understand right. him too. So I think it's awesome. I like that they did that. I think no, I and I'll admit that I didn't get it right away, so that's on me. I think they could have made it better though. Either with subtitles or something or like having it like this is in film junk, they're discussing this where it's like if his mouth was saying, I am Groot, but we hear, I love you guys, or something where it's like the disconnect or something where it's like, you need to idiot proof it for people like me, Adam. I guess. Yeah, because you could do a subtitle saying, I am Groot, and him saying it out loud. But then, yeah, I don't know. I feel like maybe you would need both. You'd need the lips and I am Groot at the bottom, but the voice yeah i don't know i i i was, got it it's fine i liked it if yeah. you dullards didn't get it that's on you <laughs> i guess so i thought it was clever and i just feel it's like, like the last thing you hear him say i think um i don't know if you hear him talk after that so uh, it was a nice little i don't know that's not really closure for the character uh what do you think of the post credit scene with him. uh well with rocket leading this new team uh that was fine i because then you get like giant Groot yeah i don't really 
the thing is, I don't like Sean Gunn or Warlock. Yeah. So it's like I, the, I'm not interested in these characters. I did like, like if it was just like if it was just Groot and Rocket on their own adventures, I'd watch that. I feel like that's what we'll get is like Disney Plus series with them. Like I think that would be good. But uh, yeah, I I did like the Craglin uh, whistle thing and him like not being good at it, and then he does it at the end and and even seeing yondu i liked that but i almost wish that like that was something sooner or something where it's like it seems like this it's been a long time that it's from the second (laughs) one and he's still not got this like that's kind of the joke at the end is he's got the uh finn thing and he's like doing it but like stabs tracks with it so yeah I, I don't know i felt like it didn't need to be there um and he could have been cool he could have just been the new yondu basically but he's kind of neutered as you've been saying uh so yeah but the end thing yeah adam warlock he, it's fine i guess uh and then there's some one of the kids and then rocket group is cosmo also there forget maybe um but yeah the big Groot is cool um because Groot can get like that in the comics um it it was weird because it still had the face of this Groot like this version but it's like well wouldn't it look more like the old Groot we've seen (laughs) before like why is it still this one but big and just like I like that it's his head is kind of branching out and stuff because that's uh, that is something you'll see in the comics and uh, even the there's one scene where um, I don't know who it is they say like Groot Kaiju or something and he like right. kind of expands but it's it's good because it's like he's not full but he's just kind of like uh, branching out yeah. <laughs> uh, pun intended but uh yeah he i don't know i thought that's pretty cool but then at the end he just is a giant and i don't know can they go back from that or does he <laughs> like they can do whatever they want yeah uh yeah just final couple thoughts here i thought it was it's a little bit of a un ceremoniously end to the trilogy I didn't think whatever and then the Florence and the Machine song I love that song but I think Film Junk says this totally agree and I'll double down on it like they seem like they're dancing not to that song they're just like generically dancing around and it reminds me of like the end of DreamWorks movies, where it's like <laughs> we're gonna just shove a dance number in. Is that know, at like the Shrek? end when they're like just on nowhere yeah. again? Okay. Yeah, and they're all and it's like this is how we're ending. It feels oh, like yeah. Shrek movies do this, where it's like we're gonna have a dance yeah. number to finish it. And technically, I think uh, some Toy Story movies do that, but they're way better. Yeah, Toy Story they do. Two. But this, 
with yeah, the Spanish. Yeah. Yeah, but it's better. It's <laughs> but yeah, the one thing about that, I kind of forgot about that scene. Um, I did like that Drax starts dancing because that is kind of also a character development thing where like he's like only idiots dance and like that's been his whole thing about like Quill's right. an idiot and he doesn't dance and like <laughs> I think it's in Infinity War where he's talking about his wife it's like you you could have the most rhythmic song <laughs> wouldn't even tap her toe <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, or maybe that's the second one I don't know uh yeah, so I think it's kind of I like that that he's dancing at the end. And what I was saying before like just the sudden revelations like Drax, you're a dad. You need to be a dad to these kids like it's like okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> like yeah. it, that's just kind of thrown in at the end. It's like I guess so, but like y- there's no build up to that. It's again no. Wizard of Oz kind of thing like show something throughout it so that it's like yeah you you are you're not a destroyer you're a protector like right that would like i don't know it's not other than him fighting i guess it's yeah i don't know not not very uh not very earned yeah and then the credits are showing clips from the other two movies yeah and it's just like it just reminds me how much I like those <laughs> <Yeah>. ones. <laughs> oh yeah, good memories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny. That was so good. Uh, and then, if you have more, but I thought we could talk briefly about just James Gunn jumping over to DC. Yeah. the The only other note I have, uh, going back to Groot and this, the look of this version. Uh, my cynical side also thinks that that's a uh, it's an easy look again Disney parks you could have a guy in a suit that looks like that so much easier than any other version <laughs> like even yeah. original and now you, you have, have to buy stilts. three different toys well yeah there's that too uh, but I will also say sometimes in in the best way possible it looks like a guy in a suit like talk about realistic like there's some close-ups where like it looks real and it's like well that can't be a guy in a suit because there's parts that are moving so like i don't know if i said it in this in my review uh just like people have been kind of ragging on the the marvel movies and being like the cg sucks in these like why is it going downhill but it's like these uh, this movie this looked. one it looks amazing like uh yeah it's uh it's crazy how good everything looks i don't know what other than my complaint but, about that looking like a set but that's because it is a set but like yeah. everything else i think looks amazing i like i'm kind of indifferent to all the other animals but i thought rocket himself yeah rocket's really good the the four main yeah guys there were good um oh shoot what was i just gonna say about that uh yeah i don't know oh one thing also i think james gunn is the sole writer on this 
where I think on the other ones there was other people with them. Hmm. Uh, I think I heard that somewhere. So I don't know. I think yeah, on IMDb a, at least it just says writer James Gunn. So yeah, usually there's like four. <laughs> on these yeah, kinds of movies. I feel like he needs to be checked <laughs> and uh, put like uh, guided in the right direction. So the so he's writing and directing Superman. Yeah. I'm not going to say... I am predicting bad things. <laughs> but I'm hoping that this is like... I don't really... Peter Jackson did all these crazy weird horror movies before yeah. Lord of the Rings. And Lord of the Rings is amazing. So it's like... If he can tamp himself down and like... Reset his brain. <laughs> and like this is not going to be jokey jokey or whatever uh i think he can do it but i'm right now skeptical but we'll see i just don't know yeah but it can be done i'm looking at his other writing credits like uh i mean he hasn't written a lot i thought oh maybe it's just not showing the older stuff yeah he did write slither i knew he directed it um yeah it's it could go either way because yeah superman has a certain flavor to him that doesn't really seem james gunn ish uh so it'll either be james gunn's superman and it's like this isn't superman anymore or, yeah, like you're saying, maybe he can adapt and be like, well, I know what Superman's supposed to be, so I'm going to stick with that. Because, uh, yeah, if anything, I think people want something that's accurate. Like, I don't know, people seem to have a problem with that. I don't, I don't know. It's hard because, like, with Guardians, obviously there were comics, but, like, the vast majority of movie going people did not read Guardians. Yeah, and technically so it's, like it's not that accurate, actually. So, yeah, I think that that's a fair point. But, like, point. everyone knows Superman. Yeah. So it's, like, it, it's weird to try to switch things up there. Hey, go for it. I know it's supposed to be a younger Superman. It's based on, uh, I think, All-Star Superman or one of the comics. So, like... It's not like he's well. They keep using the photo for that for All Star Superman, but I don't know if I've read anything that says that's what it's based on. And if it's not, I I'm not even a fan of that. So I would be fine if it's not. I don't even know it. I I just know of it. I just know I I worked with a guy and he lent it to me. He's like I didn't like Superman, and I read this, and I'm like, oh, this is great. And then I read it, and I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's another Superman run where apparently everyone hated it and I read it I'm like this is awesome because it's like Superman's just like walking across America and I'm like this is awesome he's just kind of like interacting with the people and it's cool uh, but yeah I don't know James Gunn that's two years from now 2025 July 11th 2025 Will people still be asking for the 
Snyderverse to come back? Or will that reboot that? That it's like, we don't want James Gunn, we want the Snyderverse. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, The Flash is coming out, and that's still Snyder. People are saying that's good. I, I don't know. I'm, I have I'm no, mixed on it. I'm. I don't think it's going to be that good. Some it of it looks be. cool, but then the Batman stuff seems really pandery. Oh, it's the whole thing is like <laughs> we in our group chat. Like I've said it. Like every time there's a new trailer, it's like. Let's take a Batman line and then add a dramatic pause into it where it's like... Oh, for sure. Are you... Yeah. I'm Batman. <laughs> and it's like, ah, he said it! And then now the new one's like, you want to get nuts? Tick, tick, tick. Let's get nuts. I know. <laughs> and like, the thing is, it's oh, not man. like... that. He said that when he's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> acting like a weirdo to like distract Jack yeah, Nicholson. Yeah. Like it's not even like It's not even a Batman line. It's no, like it's a, some crazy it's more billionaire. Of a, like pop culture yeah. thing that happened to be said like there's a million of those where it's like at the time that was not meant to be like this yeah. thing. It's not an iconic and line. Now we're now Just, we're pretending it's this thing that like he says all the time. Yeah, it's like I don't know what uh, what could you take from like uh, the Nolan trilogy if somehow they like brought back Christian Bale. Swear to me, like (laughs) yeah, they would they would take something like that and it's like let's have a throwback to when he said that. I don't know. It's It's not what you do behind the mask; it's what you do ahead of the mask. <laughs> uh, yeah have you seen super by james gunn uh yeah i think so that movie's brutal like i liked it but like it is super violent like uh just some of the stuff i remember it just it goes over the top but it's it's pretty good i uh i haven't watched it since well i've only seen it once so yeah it was pretty good so who knows um oh it's funny uh i'm just looking at it i'm noticing some people that uh he reused in guardians there's someone who i don't recognize at all his name's steven Black, Blackheart, Blackheart. He's, I guess he's been in a bunch of James Gunn stuff. Uh, but then also the voice of Lila, the otter, is Linda Cardellini, who is Hawkeye's wife. So another MCU person reusing their voice. But she was in Super as well, so I didn't realize that. Um, yeah, I think we're 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 good on Guardians. Um, how excited are you for the Marvels? That looks like trash. 
I think I think that'll be good. I think I will like it at least. <laughs> I cool. I liked uh the Ms. Marvel show. Uh I like her character. I don't love this version of uh Kamala Khan. I liked I really like the Avengers video game. She's the main character and I like playing as her and I like that version of the character more. Uh this one, I mean she's she's pretty good but uh i don't know i'm i'm interested to see that and funny I, enough the trailer has another beastie boys song and they're going hard on the beastie boys count uh it's the catalog. first marvel movie that's like i don't know if i even want to go out <laughs> and see this you just hate women yeah for that <laughs> stuff because i don't, don't want to see this movie that's for different reasons entirely. So I have my letterbox list of all the Marvel movies. Um, this one I have placed at number 21 for Guardians of the Galaxy vol- Volume 3. That's pretty low. It's just below Ant-Man and the Wasp for me. <laughs> Between Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp. It broke up the trilogy. I had all three of those together. Uh... And it is low, but it's like, but there's so many other better ones. Like that's where that, everyone being like, "Oh, this, this is a masterpiece." It's like, but is it though? Like, I do you not remember sa- like these other movies? Like, I'm glad you're <laughs> saying that because I do think people have recency bias. And yeah. It's like, are we forgetting how good Endgame was? Or no, Iron but Man too. all the these <laughs> are people suckling at the teat. Where it's like I'm gonna praise James Gunn for this, so that I'll get a, like uh, maybe he'll throw yeah. me a bone later. But yeah, like there's so many others. Like so, yeah, this is not in the top twenty of thirty-two movies. It's uh, in the bottom bottom third. There's basically. thirty-two now. Yeah. And I don't know. Did I talk about Love and Thunder when we did uh, what we watched? I rewatched Love and Thunder. I I repositioned it on the list. It is second last, <laughs> just above the Incredible Hulk, which I don't even hate the Incredible Hulk, but I do recognize that it's got heavy flaws, and I also recognize Thor: Love and Thunder heavy flaws, but I do like certain things in it. It's so frustrating. Like, there's some great things in it and some really, really bad things. Um, so, yeah. Shook up the list. Check it out on Letterboxd. MCU ranked. Number one is still Endgame, which I also rewatched recently, and it, it's flawless. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. Um,. Some of these, yeah, I do kind of want to watch again. Um, I don't know the last time I did watch the other Ga- Guardians movies. If it was when we did it. Uh, it's been a year almost. Or two years. June 30th, 2021. But I do remember realizing that the second one's my favorite of those two. And definitely this one doesn't doesn't uh, surpass them. But... It is good. I will say it again. It is good. I'm, I don't want to talk down too much. I did give it a four. But let's not overpraise it the way 
everyone else's that I've seen. Like, yeah. That's why you re you really need scores. Like, people are like, oh, this is the masterpiece. But it's like, but what are you giving it? Even at, out of 100, tell me a number. Like, All right. uh, if you're giving it an 82, that's still not, like, <laughs> that's good. But that's basically, I, I guess mine is would be an 85 or 8.5 however you want to break it down 4.25 so yeah it's definitely not a masterpiece uh, it's good but it's number 21 let's not get carried away no let's not get crazy but all right yeah what are we doing next week um nothing <laughs> star trek well yeah i was thinking of that we do need to keep going with star trek um we could if we could bang out two movies or we could do that the following week um we never did our easter fashion <laughs> of the christ but that was a while ago we watched it and that was just a busy week uh so nothing as of yet, but we could check with Steve and see if that's doable because I'd be fine with that. Because the other, the last one we pushed, and it ended up being late, so we could do this one early. So otherwise, um, yeah, I don't know. If uh, I could, I could find out if I'm going to be down in your neck of the woods. And we could even do an in-person thing. Sure. So. So, yeah. Stay tuned and find out. Can't tell you anything more because we don't know. Um, thanks for listening.